0: We love when the majority of our guests in a single morning are from Israel. And sure enough, our friends Isaac and Rubenstein, an amazing duo out of Israel, are going to be speaking to us from the Holy Land in the, just a couple of minutes. Right here at JM and the AM. So our connection to the Holy Land continues. <laughs> Uh, before we wrap up the hour, just want to wish a mazel tov. This is going out, of course, to the Leitner and Lichtenstein families. The Leitner and Lichtenstein families. Miri Leitner and Aaron Lichtenstein are a very recently engaged couple. We had the opportunity last night to celebrate with them at the Lechayim. And I want to give a, a special mazel tov to a Devorah and Yussi Leitner of Flatbush. A, um, a very dedicated listener, Devoer Leitner, and uh, so that makes the Simcha even uh, more extra special, if you will. Uh, so to the Leitners of Flatbush and, of course, to our dear relatives, the Lichtenstein family here on the Lower East Side. Uh, Zali Lichtenstein, Aaron, of course, is Zali's son and the, uh, the son of our uh, dear late cousin Karen. Uh, we wish the Hassan and Kala Miri and Aaron a very, very special Mazda from all of us here at Jm and again to the Leitner and Lichtenstein families as well. Our friends Isaac and Rubenstein join us from Israel next, but first a taste of one of their latest selections called Adon Olam at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world of the web at AlchumSingle.com, on the Single Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. I don't know love,
1: I I'm <laughs> There they
0: are, Isaac and Rubenstein, Adon alum A pretty cool Adon alum to say the least, here at JM in the AM. Dan Isaac and Benjamin Rubenstein have been creating and performing contemporary Jewish music around the world for over 13 years, mainly under the stage name Shtar. By the way, I'm told that I, I was told by the NSN historian that uh, six years ago we actually spoke with them on the air uh, with their group Star. Their inspiring Jewish music project comes from an array of nigunim developed, recorded and produced by the duo In Israel with the addition of their bass player, Yitzhak Mordechai, Isaac, and Rubenstein create acoustic live, real, and beautiful music with memorable melodies and rich harmonies that'll touch the soul. Uh, Dan, Isaac, and Benjamin Rubinstein, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Hey, good morning. Hey, thank you for having us.
2: Thank you.
0: Awesome. A pleasure. Uh, we'll, we'll, try to, <laughs> we'll try to direct the questions, or you guys can actually choose who wants to answer what. First of all... Uh we should mention that both of you were originally from England, right? That's right, yep, was your, was your Aliyah, yeah. From, uh, was was your Aliyah from Essex, was your from Al- London. Was your Aliya experience as youth or was your Aliya experience when you were much older than than being a kid? Okay,
2: so for me, um Dan. Uh, I came here to Yeshiva at, uh, at age 19. I went to Nativaria for three years, and that was the end of that. I never went back. Um, got married and moved to Ramat Bichemesh. I've been here ever since, coming on 19 years. And Brad, uh, Brad moved here uh, a little bit later on. Brad, do you want to answer for yourself?
3: Yeah, sure. Hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, I moved here with my family actually on a pilot trip with my wife and three kids at the time sort of cut the umbilical cord to my, uh, my career and uh, moved out here to study for four months in 2005 and then made Aliyah in 2006 um, yeah, my wife and three kids have been here since. I can't believe it's been 17
0: years. 40%. Well, you you've both described two of the ways that people dream about getting to Israel. <laughs> one, of course, is as a young couple or with a young family, and uh, you know, going ahead and uh, and and uh, taking that step together. And the other one, Dan, when you go to yeshiva and say to yourself or realize there's a possibility, I'm never going back, you know, to your own homeland. That's pretty cool. Now, whether, I wonder. I would think that a lot of kids. kids, Kids as they leave as eighteen and nineteen year olds as they leave the U.S. and other places outside of Israel, you know, have that thought in the back of their mind that just maybe they'll go to Israel and to stay there forever.
2: Yeah. Well, in in my case, like I've got family here. I used to come here, obviously, uh, growing up in 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 the in, in the summers, and I knew as a as a little kid walking around the streets and you know going to Jewish school and knowing how to read Hebrew and you're walking down the streets and, and the signs are in Hebrew and everyone's speaking in Hebrew. And I would always ask my parents, like, why, why do we have to like, you know, walk around in England, hiding our keeper? Like, why, why do I have to tuck my pace like into my, into my baseball cap? Why, why do we move here? Look, it, it's, this is, this is where we belong. So when I came here at age 16 on tour with Bnei Kiva, already then I was like, this is it. This is me. This is me. I came back after about six weeks in, in the summer at age 16. I came back and I looked like like an Israeli off the beach, Tel Aviv. You know, <laughs>
4: uh,
2: I couldn't speak much Hebrew, but my accent was flawless. I'd get into a, I'd get into a cab and I'd be like, <laughs> And he started just talking and I'm like, no, no, that, that, that's it. Like I don't speak anymore. <laughs> That's it. I, I have no other words. I'm getting there. I'm working on it. It's like, why? Like, I, I used to fool them, fool myself, uh, into thinking, you know, that I was fully fledged. But that didn't actually happen until, like I said, Native REA, three years and I knew that I wasn't coming back. Um, it's, in
0: fact- it's funny. I, I've also pulled that Hebrew routine in Israel. And for some reason, for some reason, the camp drivers and Israelis also have told me that my Hebrew is excellent and I'm wondering what they're listening to. But <laughs> hey, it helps with the adjustment because at least you're surrounded by people who feel like you belong there. Also, this is an added benefit. I'm glad Isaac and Rubenstein were invited to join us this morning here at JM the AM. I didn't realize that we would get an incredible... Uh, inspiring story about Aliyah, uh, about how someone's in Israel as a youth, uh, as a teenager, and feels that this is where they belong. Something to think about, everybody, and certainly something to think about as we send our own children uh, to Israel from the diaspora uh, to study for a year. Dan, Isaac, and... um, and Benjamin Rubenstein are with us live via telephone. So you guys, and as we said earlier, that, although sometimes I need to be reminded because I don't remember every show we've done, uh, you went ahead, you formed Star. It's not hard, and again, I, you know, Dan, Benjamin, whoever wants to take the question, it's not hard to find good musicians in Israel, right? When you wanted to find uh, colleagues uh, that could, you know, put together a group that would sing your songs, that would perform, that would be into practicing and performing. Uh, it, it's not difficult. There's a lot of talent in the Holy Land, right?
3: There's a lot of talent here, yeah. Baruch Hashem, a lot from Kutzla Oretz and a lot, a lot of guys born and bred, in know, Israel. There are, yeah, there's a lot of talent. I mean, even in even in Ramat Beit Shemesh, Beit Shemesh, where we we live, um, we've got the likes of Yosef Carduna here. I go to Shaw with Ari Goldwag. We've got David Lowy here. Uh, we have Nissen Black here. Um, you know, we have a whole bunch. Of, we have uh, Yaakov Schweiki brothers.
0: Oh, Yosef Chaim's there.
3: Yes, I'm sorry, Yosef yeah. Chaim, yeah, Yosef Chaim Shweki. All here in Beit Shemesh. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and I guess uh, just an expression, a Jewish expression is music. You know, the, the whole idea of reaching beyond the plane of the physical world and, you know, shutting your eyes and reaching out, it's something that's inbred with us. So, yeah. It's not yeah, defense. that's it's also phenomenal.
0: true, by the way. They bring another level of spirituality. I mean, after all, if they've moved to Israel or. if they Hello? Hello? There we go. If they've, are you guys still there? Yeah, we're still here. If they move to Israel or if they grew up there, they're bringing a you know a a different level of spirituality to the musical experience, uh, which is also something to consider. And I'm assuming that the group we talked about Star, how you guys were on the air six years ago, and a lot of people in this audience know your music. I'm assuming basically yeah. uh, that the, the time constraints and commitments you know just make it very hard for a group to be together. And if you want to continue to advance, you know, in your in in the musical field, you, you sometimes have to you know shake things up and bit right would that be the right d- description
3: yeah i mean look star um when i first went to i went to asia torah and met ori murray the uh formidable rapper and um great personality and a fantastic uh, and um you know i met him just before he was married we formed star in about 2007 and um we got together with dan in 2008 about a year later we we were you know we were like brothers from different mothers, as it were, we in each other's pockets. And, yeah, kids were younger. We had a lot more time uh, to invest into the music, and we made headway to Ruch Hashem in Eretz Israel, and we also came on tour a little bit into America, UK, Poland, other parts of Europe. Um, the style project was just, uh, you know, a phenomenal project, and still kind of is. Um, people often ask us, you know, are you guys going to be playing together? I think what happened was in 2013-14, something like that, I think Ori Murray actually received a... Um, a really fantastic offer to go to as a, as a campus rabbi uh, oh, wow. in Manchester. And at that particular time, Dan and myself, um, we were a little bit of a loss and that's, I guess where the seed was really planted. These are the Isaac and Rubinstein we started writing music, which didn't have, you know, room for, for any rap. It was just pure, pure nigunim. Right. Um, in fact, actually on our first album, which is infinity, the star album, we, we had some songs which had little or no rap anyway. um, and uh people asked us, you know, you know those songs without rap, would you consider ever making an album "Star album without rap," which was sort of a bit of a juxtaposition because we were a, a rap band, so how could we do that um, <laughs> actually oh so uh, interestingly, Ori came back um in two thousand and fifteen, and we jumped into this program called Hako Bar, which is israel's version of um of x Factor, and we we kind of advanced to the semi final stage, which was fantastic, but we were told. Essentially that the winner of that has to represent Israel in the Eurovision and because we couldn't break Shabbos, we were somehow eked out of the show. I can't go into too many details, but we weren't allowed to advance to the finals. And after that, um, Ori again I think might have been considered to take a job to and so Dan and myself were like, you know, let's go Vita. Isaac and Rubinstein was born at that time and uh, so, uh, so uh, you uh, guys uh, I, don't uh, keep, uh, I don't know why we keep I don't
0: know why we keep getting street- there
3: mainly performing live. I mean, we, we were talking about you know, the shows that we've done with Star, and it's like you know, it's something close to about 400 shows together. And, you know, we love playing for groups coming into you know, Eretz Israel and yeshivas and seminaries and what have you. And we wanted to play, but we couldn't actually launch ourselves by playing. And, you know, doing a Zoom concert didn't feel overly, you know, I guess, uh, personal or what we wanted to do. But, Bruch Hashem, the last year, we've been
0: able to play a lot more. So that's been so, the, uh, the kind of... So you guys could have won that competition? I mean, I, I, look, I'm asking you, the artists. Obviously, you're not going to say anything <laughs> but yes. But, but seriously, it's a uh, – and, and, you know, I understand the whole Shabbos thing, and I'm, I'm sure it was dealt with in an unfair fashion that I get. Uh, but, you know, th- that says something when you're, <laughs> when you're in, a, a, in, a, uh, in an arena like that and you're, uh, you know, in a situation like that and you're good enough, you know, to come in first place. That's, that's, that's you know, that's pretty amazing, frankly.
3: We, we it as soon as it goes to I don't know how much I can say and can't like let me just tell you this but essentially our ratings on TV were really really high here at the time wow. I just want to say I want to obviously you know we had Hetairim from the Rabonim we actually asked really interesting questions during the show such as you know if you could speak in front of 600,000 people like what message would you give in like a 30 second snippet just because we were, you know we had a lot of exposure here right and we were asking the every step of the way what we can and can't do a lot of people walking around you know not in the, in the best uh, dressed place and space but um I would imagine you know essentially as soon as it went into the finals it came out of the studio hands and went into the lot like, the, into the phone in across the country and that way that i guess there would be a, a lack of control right with who can Right, but I
0: just didn't want to putting
3: yeah, that.
0: <laughs> I totally get it. I totally understand it. Isaac and Rubenstein are with us. Dan Isaac and Benjamin and Rubenstein are with us live from Israel. A new music alert Tuesday here at JM and the AM. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to play the Ba Mashiach selection, then we'll get these gentlemen's impression of that song, and hopefully they'll give us a more in depth analysis of what their music is all about and their style of music is all about. From Israel, Isaac and Rubenstein, Ba Mashiach, you're listening to JM and the AM.
1: Shem Bao Rabbah be Hashem be me shem be me
4: Shame,
0: in the AM with Bob Mashiach. It's Isaac and Rubenstein out of Israel. Alright Dan and Binyamin tell us what musical style we're listening to and why it is such a success why it resonates with listeners around the world.
3: I think um, I think it's um, it's just very as, as you mentioned in the beginning just our, just the way that we approach music is very real and it's organic and it's, it's authentic. Um, we steer away from overly produced electronic sound and really just are connected to the live instrumentation we feel that that has more of a, a neshama in the music so that's the way the music is presented everything that we record is all live instruments we don't we, we don't use keyboards <laughs> um, or sounds and swishes and things like that um, and we just feel that that kind of permeates the neshama uh in a in a in a kind of a more pure way um we kind of ask a question regularly you know the mashiach was to come you know, there's nothing we should see him speedily in our days, um, and we're going to be celebrating. We would, we were kind of like figuring, you know, what what would be the music in the base of mikdash? You know, Psalm one You know, you got you got the you got, you got the, the stringed instruments and the and the shofar and the uh, you know and and the drum. These are like instruments that are mentioned by uh, David and Melech, and we feel that we're tapping into something that you know maybe bringing it back a little bit to the to the true uh, true sound, but still kind of keeping it a little bit fresh where we can. Um, yeah, it just feels just natural and honest. And we've noticed from the seminaries that we've played instead of sort of bouncing in front of an MP3 player, um, you know, which we see a lot of people do, you know, the, the, the students connect
0: with, with the live, live sound oh they like Absolutely. the live they like the live authentic sound is right do you do you even bother all the time having other instruments you know backing you up or is it uh, very often just two guitars or one guitar that's uh, uh that's accompanying isaac and rubenstein
2: well actually we're, we're just uh, a single guitar which brad plays and a bass guitarist and i sit on a drum a cajon, which I've hooked up with all sorts of uh, contraptions to help me play the thing at the same time as singing. Um, and that's it. It's, it's a three-piece, two vocals. But what people do say is when they hear us is a very common thing that we, we hear over the years. I can't believe that that sound came from just you two guys. Hold
0: <laughs> on. That's exactly what I'm thinking as you're describing it. Uh, I, get the, yeah. I get the acoustic sound and how the live performance, you know, so often uh, you want it to sound as pure as possible. And obviously that's the direction you're going in. Uh, but when you, you know, when you get a full song or at least what sounds like, you know, a full rich sound and the maximum is three instruments, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: Brad has a very, a very unique uh, way of playing guitar. I mean, like, I won't do it justice explaining how it works, but he's able to get such a full sound out of that guitar. It, it happens to be that the guitar itself is uh, that he uses is uh, is a relic. <laughs> it's a, it's an antique. It's probably as about as old as you are, no, Brad? What is that? <laughs> Sixty, seventy? Such a,
3: uh, no. So uh, yeah, <laughs> it was born in 1970.
0: My apologies to Isaac and Rubenstein. Did not realize that our conversation had dropped out in the middle. This is the Better With You selection that they introduced today to our audience. It's their latest Isaac and Rubenstein Better With You at JM and the AM. Isaac and Rubenstein, better with you. It's the brand new one. And again, my apologies. The uh, last few minutes of our conversation, which was going so well, for some reason, we still can't figure out why. uh, For some reason, we dropped uh, our network connection. And um, anyway, that's the story. These, These things happen, as we know, not too often, thank God, but they do happen.